What's happening guys, welcome back to the channel. This is gonna be a quick recap video on the main event fights for UFC 274. Let's start with Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. Now going into this fight, I was concerned for Tony Ferguson. Tony's been on a bad skid lately, pretty much getting dominated in his last three fights. I honestly thought Michael Chandler would be a bad matchup for Tony. And to clarify, at this point in his career, to my surprise, Tony actually looked really good in the first round. I would say Tony beat out Chandler in the stand-up. Michael Chandler got the edge on the ground. Can't really tell you who won that first round. Tony in recent fights looked slow to me. Looked like his reflexes were off. He lost a little bit of speed. But in that first round with Michael Chandler, his reflexes looked good. His timing looked good. Tony was kicking ass. And I was really happy to see that. Then comes the second round. That was definitely one of the worst knockouts I've ever seen in the sport. And I've been watching the sport since like 1993. I was legitimately concerned for Tony Ferguson. That kick was brutal. He damn near took Tony's head off. When Tony was lying there on the mat, not moving, I saw that they put him on his back. His feet were crossed like he was still unconscious. I was hoping that Tony Ferguson, no joke, wasn't dead. When I saw that he was fine, it was a pretty big relief. That was a crazy knockout, man. Just a crazy knockout. Michael Chandler is a powerhouse. But honestly, anybody that would get hit by that kick would be knocked out. And I was thinking, I'm like, damn, should, should Tony call it a day after this fight? A lot of people would say yes. I'm inclined to say yes as well. Considering the losing skid... The way Justin Gaethje put that beating on him, dominated by Benio Darius, dominated by Charles Oliveira, and then this bad knockout, damn. But he actually looked good in the first round. It was very competitive. He was beating Chandler in a stand-up. Dropped Chandler like what, twice? And once again, he had speed. His reflexes were good. Definitely looked improved. So I don't know. I'm torn. I'm very torn on Tony continuing to fight. I wish him a speedy recovery. He needs to take some more time off, reevaluate things. Yeah, I don't know. Michael Chandler calling out Conor McGregor at 170 pounds. I would love to see it. That would be a banger. All right, guys. Um, Probably the shortest recap ever. Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza. Nothing happened. And I'm actually glad that Rose Namajunas lost. Yes, I was. Seeing her face confused and shocked as that announcement was made i'm thinking like yeah that's what you get that's what you get as a champion for not fighting i feel like as a champ you should try to make a statement as a fighter in general your main goal should be to definitively win the fight stop your opponent i think that's a mark of a great fighter um guys like justin gaethje have that guys like connor want to finish people the Hamza Chemayevs of the world, Charles Oliveira. Rose, to me, looked like she fought not to lose. She fought to retain her belt. She didn't fight to, like, win. She didn't fight to put a stamp on anything. She didn't fight like she wanted to make a statement, finish her opponent. And that's what you get. That's what you get. You lost your belt playing it safe. Playing it extremely safe. That probably was the worst UFC fight I've ever seen in my life. 
I don't know if it was the worst MMA fight taking every organization into consideration, but definitely the worst UFC fight I've ever seen. Both of them barely did anything, but I do think Carla Esparza did more. And that's not saying much. What a sad way to lose your belt. I wonder what Rose is thinking when she saw Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje fight. I don't want to hear this. Charles Oliveira is not the champ stuff. Yes, he is, guys. Yes, he is. The champ went out there, didn't fight safe. That's an example of a true fighter. And I'm not saying Rose isn't a fighter. She's had some great fights. But this one against Carla Esparza was terrible. And her corner, her coaches, Pat Barry, Trevor Whitman, more so I believe Pat Barry. Worst advice ever. At one point, Pat Barry says something like, the crowd is booing, that means that you're doing a good job. Something to that effect. No, it doesn't. The crowd was booing because you weren't doing anything. Sometimes the crowd is kind of ignorant. They boo for stupid things, like when there's grappling involved. If you don't like grappling, it's like, guys, watch boxing, watch kickboxing. It's a part of the game. Grappling could be exciting, depending on who's fighting. If you got guys that just lay on top of you and do nothing, sure, I get the booze. But if you got a guy that's active, landing ground and pound, actively trying to finish or go for a submission, make something happen, that's exciting. But the crowd booing Rose, justified. And you know, there's lessons here to be learned, definitely for Rose number Eunice. I know a lot of fighters like blindly follow their coaches. She strikes me as that type. And that was an instance where she had to use her own personal judgment because she wasn't getting the right advice. She should have been the aggressor. I'm not saying fight stupid. Don't necessarily fight to Carla Esparza's strengths, but you're the champ. You're well-rounded. You have way better striking. You have good jujitsu. Your takedown defense has improved. Rose definitely could have took way more chances and try to make something happen in that fight. Just a bad look on her. Once again, glad she lost the belt, if I'm being honest. Now, moving on to the main event, Charles Oliver versus Justin Gaethje. As I said, Charles Oliver is the champ. I recognize him as the champion going into the fight. And I said to myself before these guys competed that if Charles Oliver wins the match, that's the champ period. Who's not going to view that man as the champion of the division? I mean, let's be real. I felt like this was damn near a 50-50 fight going in. Justin Gaethje was probably going to get Charles Oliveira out of there early. His best bet was in the earlier rounds, catching Charles in an exchange. That almost happened twice. Justin Gaethje, fighting smart, didn't dive in on Charles Oliveira, didn't go to the ground with him, intelligent. But the thing is with Dubronx, man, that guy has crazy heart right now, crazy determination, crazy will. His recovery is insane. He gets dropped. He's like a Terminator. He just keeps on coming. And it was very dangerous for Charles Oliveira to fight in the pocket with Gaethje. But that's what he did anyway. How could you not admire that? The guy didn't fight safe at all. He changed nothing. He went in there, got in Justin Gaethje's face. He was doing awesome work in the clinch, landing uppercuts, landing knees here and there, going for elbows. His striking is very precise now. He was landing counters. 
He just, he wore Justin out. Plain and simple. He just wore him down. And once the fight hit the mat, it was systematic. I knew it was over. You're not going to be in that position with Charles Oliveira and not get finished. He had Justin Gaethje's back. Gaethje was almost out. They were like in his weird position against the cage. Looked like at one point Charles was going to try to go for a top position triangle like spin on him or take that arm. Once Charles secured his back, got that body triangle, was working that rear naked choke. Like I said, I just, I knew it was over. Great fight. Didn't disappoint. Definitely made up for the Rose Namajunas as far as a fight. Charles Dubronx is the champ. Don't give me that number one contender stuff. I personally think one of the greatest fighters to ever do it. And when I say that, I mean like peak skill. If you take Charles right now, he is better or equal to the best that has ever done it in the sport right now. And I think he will be remembered as one of the greatest fighters to ever compete. Definitely a lightweight. He called out Conor McGregor for a fight. I think that'll be fun, but I don't think Conor deserves that fight. It'll be a great payday for Charles Oliveira. But Conor needs to fight a number one contender match at minimum. And depending on that win, maybe he could fight for a title. He doesn't deserve to just come back and fight Charles Oliveira for the belt. Because that's what they were saying. They were saying that if Charles wins the fight, he's a number one contender. And he was in a fight, the winner of Chandler Ferguson for the lightweight championship. Connor doesn't deserve that fight with Charles. But I would like to see Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. That's an intriguing fight. That's as close as we're going to get to Habib Nurmagomedov versus Charles Oliveira. That's one that we missed, sadly. Dubronx is like one of the few people that actually has a shot of beating Habib. And Islam Makachev is like a more athletic Habib version with better striking. So I hope that fight happens. I do feel bad that Charles Oliveira is not the official UFC lightweight champ. I think that's wrong, especially with the rumors and the information out there that there was something funky going on with the scales. Dana even confirmed that in a press conference tonight. So if you're confirming that the scales may have been tampered with, why does he not have the belt? I mean, that should be a complete wash for half a pound. Give that man his title. Anyway, guys, two of the main event fights, very entertaining, didn't disappoint. One was a throwaway. You guys let me know in the comment section what you thought about the event, the main event fights, the results. Thanks for watching the video, guys. If you enjoyed it, first time at the channel, hit that subscribe button, like and share, hit that notification bell. And I'll catch you guys on the next segment. Until then, take care.